This is the Matt Germ Podcast, the sickest wrestling podcast on the planet, where the right thing to do is to be exposed to the germ. And today we have the privilege of talking to Coach Norton of North Central University. He is a head coach of the men's and women's program. This is a fun episode. I think you will enjoy it. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'm happy to be on here with you. Super excited. Um, to start, uh, congratulations on the on the season. Uh, incredible. I uh, I followed the girls' side of things a lot closer than I did the guys. Some of that's because timing, and some of that is uh, just how you know I've coached high school girls, and I've really um, I've got a daughter, and we've really been watching a lot of freestyle, and so we follow that pretty closely. Um, yeah. So that was to start off there. That was incredible. 12 all Americans, um, top, top, uh, four. And I think if I remember seeing correctly, that's, that was your 23rd all American in three years. Is that right? Boy, let's think we had five and then we had six, that was 11 and then 12. Yeah. So you're right. I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, we had five in year one, we had six in year two and then 12 this year. Yeah. So yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty exciting. And I love seeing the growth just in the women's in general, but to get to see programs like North central and these new programs have that much success. Um, I think says a lot about the different staffs that are around, um, especially you, the passion you have for the sport and also for, there's just a lot of girls that are ready you know, to take that next step and the depth is getting deeper and deeper. And that's, that's super exciting. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, we had uh, 12 All-Americans this year, seven of them were freshmen, right? So you're seeing that girls can come in and compete right away. And uh, if you do a good job on the recruiting trail, you can be a competitor and, you know, right away. Right now, we'll see if, if that continues. I think right now there's just an influx of uh, talented girls. I, I, I don't know. I think the way the sport is growing right now, you're getting girls now that um, are just coming out more prepared because they had access to better coaching, whether it's at their high school or their club, you know, better partners, better training environments, um, development camps, things like that, that girls are coming into college ready to go now. Um, and so we definitely benefited from that quite a bit this year. So, um, what I, I've got to know, like, how do you make, how do you do both teams? Like, how are you able to, I mean, obviously that's just, you, you have to love the sport, but even like time manage, time management wise and things like that, how are you able to do that? Well, yeah, I think that time management is the key, but um, it's really support. Um uh, you know, I have the best assistant coach in the country, Zach Cooks, our associate head coach. And uh, I've said, you know, I've said this multiple times with the amount of people that have asked me that question or just about our season. I've said that multiple times in the last month or so, but I've been thinking that and saying it to certain people for three years since he got here. He's the best, in my opinion, he's the best small college wrestling coach in the country, um, you know, better than myself. That includes myself. Um, you know, so he's phenomenal. We have you know, graduate assistants that are phenomenal. Uh, we have an awesome uh, athletic director. Our AD used to be the wrestling coach here for 18 years. 
he's in the NCAA Division Three Wrestling Hall of Fame, um, and so he gets it. Um, my wife gets it. She's very supportive, um, you know, and so I'm supported by all these people around me that see, um, you know, what I'm trying to do, and they, I guess, they help me to accomplish all those things. Now, how, uh, what does, what does recruiting look like then for you when you're basically, you know, trying to recruit two two teams and uh it's not like i mean if it were two girls teams that'd be different right because you're kind of being able to see but when you have the girls and you have the guys is that a lot of delegation or are you just kind of having to double up on film or different things like that yeah it's delegation uh coach cook and i both recruit for both teams um you know the men and the women um you know just this morning we had a uh, a young man from Florida fill out our recruiting questionnaire on our website. So I had Coach Zayman, our grad assistant on the men's side, give him a call. You know, um, so a lot of it is them them taking a lot off my plate on the recruiting side. You know, but I recruit men and women. Coach Cook recruits men and women, um, and uh, you know we divide it up to where we both got our hands full. You know, quite a bit. We're on our phones constantly, but. Um, we're passionate about it. We like doing it. We're competitive. You know, we see uh, both on the men's and women's side, you know, freshmen coming in and competing at a high level right away. So we see the value in putting the time in. And so, uh, you know, we work really hard at it. A lot of it is me delegating it out, but a lot of it is just me being on the phone quite a bit too. Um, and uh, one of the things I was going to ask you as well. So I, I coach, I'm an assistant coach at our high school team this past year in Nebraska. I'm in Nebraska. We, our girls team um, got sanctioned and we have, we have a team this year, which was awesome, but kind of, kind of going back and forth, you know, and doing both teams. Well, in a ways I'm right now kind of doing nothing compared to at the level that you're at, but managing two teams a little bit and, um, having to do that but one of the things I've been curious about and I want to continue to learn about is like some of the differences that how people approach even not necessarily the mental aspect of it but even just uh, the drilling and diff- like how the sport how you approach the sport in general I think it was Ashley it's sort well it's Flavin now had said something along the lines of like women aren't just little men and it's like oh yeah that's a good point you know because there are so many difference with even physical um the physical aspect and how you approach that and that's something i'm curious about um what that looks like how you approach your practices any different or maybe even how you show technique different or is it pretty much the same or what do you what is something that you've learned along those lines well, uh, Ashley's right. Uh, she's right. Uh, uh, you could probably imagine she was right when she said that. She's right about a lot of things. But um, yeah, their their bodies are different, right? Their bodies are built differently. Um, you know, there's obviously the 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 obvious differences in terms of things like testosterone and their physical strength. Uh, you know, but mentally and emotionally, they're different too. Um, you know, as a wrestling coach. Uh, there are a lot of things that I appreciate about the women that I don't get with the men, uh, you know, and probably vice versa, if we're being honest about it. 
um, you know, but we definitely coach them differently. Um, I think the women want to know uh, a lot more uh, uh, personally. They want to know a lot more that we care about them, right, uh, uh, as more than just an athlete. We care about them all as a lot more than just athletes, the men and the women. But I think it's so much more valuable to show the women that um, versus the men. A lot of times it's just, hey, if you, uh, if you shelf the, the, the ankle here to your far hip, to finish through a wizard, it's going to help you score on this single leg. And they're going to say, okay, I think it's a lot easier to get the women to um, want to listen to you and buy into that. If they feel like this guy's invested in me in so many ways, more so than just as a wrestler, um, you know, and again, we do that with the men and the women. I just think it's much more important to show that to the women. Um, so having a good relationship with them is really important. Um, you know, we're fortunate enough to be full-time wrestling coaches, meaning that we don't teach classes. We don't work other jobs off campus. You know, I'm in my office every day from seven to seven, pretty much, you know, and the same for, for every coach on our staff. Um, and the door is always open, you know, unless we're having a private conversation with one of the athletes. So, you know, they can stumble in at any time and talk about, you know, we love it when it's about wrestling. We really do. But a lot of times it's about, you know, I'm struggling in chemistry class or my roommate or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my mom or my brother, um, you know, and feeling like they have a coach that they can come to with anything. Um, and is going to listen and offer, you know, if you just need ears, offer, offer ears. And if you need advice, offer advice. Um, if you need solutions, offer solutions. Um, and so I think when you're showing them all that you're doing that, uh, they're going to work so much harder for you. Um, yeah, there's maybe a little bit more of that on the women's side in terms of having a deeper connection with them. Um, you know, physically, yeah, you train their bodies differently. Um, you train their bodies differently. Uh, the stuff we do in the weight room with the women is different than what we do in the weight room for the men. Um, you know, for the men, a lot of it's just about being powerful and explosive. Uh, a lot of it for the women is being efficient and, and being fast. Um, you know, things like hand strength and core strength are still very important. Uh, you know, but I care less about what my, uh, what my heavyweight on the women's team can deadlift than I do about what my heavyweight on the men's team can, you know, plain and simple. Um, because strength is, is obviously much more of a factor on the men's side. So there's those differences as well. Um, you know, a lot of times there's differences in how you talk to them. Uh, I've, I've learned that you need to be a little bit more graceful a lot of times in how you talk to the women, right? Um, I've learned that a lot of times you'll need to explain things a lot more with the men. That's something I really appreciate about the women is once you've built that relationship with them, you say, hey, we're going to do X, Y, and Z today. And they're going to say, okay, bang, bang, boom, let's do it. A lot of times with the men, it's we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and they want to know why, <laughs> you know, and uh, I think the women are just more apt to uh, just blindly trust us, um, and uh, that's a good thing. You want that out of your athletes. I think that's easier with the women because once you've proven yourself to them, you know, they're going to be all in with you, um, and you don't feel yourself having to uh, uh, fight those doubts that they might have as much as you do on the men's side. Yeah, absolutely, and uh how, how cool is it to have one of your athletes, you know, that you've coached um, be one of your grad assistants and to have had some of the success that she has had and continues to have, right? I mean, she's uh, still doing some pretty awesome things. I, she got to represent the U.S. Um, I think she's been top eight Olympic trials, top four world trials. I mean, that was a pretty big deal. I think she's got to be sitting around maybe fifth ranking wise at her weight mm -hmm. class. Uh, how big of an asset is it to have not only just 
any coach like that, but actually a, a female and someone that you've coached before. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. As invaluable. Uh, the fact that you know what you're getting, they want on the job from that person, right? So, man, uh, we only had Amanda for two years because she transferred to us. Uh, but she's been the easiest athlete to coach that I've ever had. In 11 years of coaching men and women, uh, she's been the easiest to coach. And uh, you talk about just like blindly buying into whatever it is that you say to her. Um, that girl will run through a wall if you tell her there's a there's a slim chance that it'll make her an Olympic champ, right? Um, and uh, I loved, you know, when, when she jumped into the GA role, just knowing what we were getting from a work ethic standpoint, from an accountability standpoint. I think there was comfort in, you know, for her and knowing that she was, what she was getting from us, you know, as coaches, she knew how we operate and what our expectations were going to be. So that goes both ways. Um, yeah, but having her set the tone, it was super valuable for our program when she transferred in in our first year competing because she was the only girl in the room that had wrestled a college match before the rest were freshmen. And uh, she's still doing that. She's still setting the tone because she's still competing, you know, and trying to make world Olympic team. She was on the U 23 world team last November, and she's going to try and make a senior team here. This, you know, this coming up here in about a month, but um, you know, just having a girl that's still training at a high level. So she's still living her life that way. You know, she's in the weight room six days a week. Uh, she's wrestling twice a day, every day. Uh, she's putting the right things in her body, going to bed at the right time, waking up at the right time, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. And when you're a grad assistant, you're still going to class, right? So all the things that the athletes are doing, you're still doing. Uh, moving forward here, Amanda's going to train full time. So she's not going to be a grad assistant next year. Uh, she'll finish the school part later, but we really want to focus on this window that she has to try and make an Olympic team in 24 here. Um, you know, but, but that being said, she was still doing school, you know, this year. Uh, and so the athletes really see that, you know, there's no excuses for me to not be on the ball when I'm seeing, you know, this is what I'm aspiring to be like, and I'm seeing what she's doing. That's the level I got to match. And so when you have that, um, there's a lot less that you have to say. And a lot of times it's just pointing to her, um, and having them follow her. And, uh, especially, especially with, um, the female side of things, because, you know, you're wrestling the freestyle in college. Uh, what, what does it look like for you guys now with, uh, you know, some of the girls that are pursuing the next, the next step for them, but they're still, you know, in college. I mean, I think of uh, Elena right away. Um, a girl like that comes to mind and there's, a, I'm sure there's others, but what, like, what does that look like? for those girls now and what does that look like for you how much of a kind of I don't know how to say this how much like as far as setting up their game plans and stuff like that uh, are you still involved with yeah good question the first thing uh, you got to have when you coach athletes like that is you, you you can't have an ego about it and you can't be territorial about about having that kind of athlete on your team so Yelena this year, I want to say at least three times she was away from us at the at the OTC or uh, maybe it was twice at the OTC. And then once she went to the the Team USA camp in Ukraine in December, um, you know, knowing that she's going to be here for the team when we need her in terms of, you know, wrestling at the national duels or being in Vegas with us for some big dual meets or uh, obviously the regional and national tournament. Uh, but you might not have her in practice every day because she has goals beyond this, right? 
Um, and so in the beginning it was, Hey coach, can I go and do this? I'm going to miss, you know, a week of team practice or maybe this competition and it's yeah, go do it. Right. You know, I, I, I'm being honest with you when I say I want that girl to make a world Olympic team as much as she does. Right. Um, and so it's not having an ego about who her coach is or being territorial about this is our athlete. Um, you know, she's trying to make a, a USA world team, right? And then in a couple of years, an Olympic team. And so um, getting to have her around, you know, Terry and Jessica, and even some of the athletes on the team uh, is really, really, really valuable for her, right? And, and she's going to bring that knowledge back to us. And so it's going to benefit our team in that way. Um, you know, as far as how we train her for the regional and national tournament, it's the same, you know, as the other girls. Uh, it's the same as the other girls in terms of the things we're telling her, the mindset training that we're doing and the physical training that we're doing on her body, right? As far as, you know, the, the peaks and valleys of her training cycles and, and getting her ready to go for the regional and then for the national tournament and, and uh, you know, grinding when we need to and backing off and tapering when, when we need to. That stuff's all the same for her, um, you know, especially in season, uh, you know, and then she'll go and do some, some things that are different from most of the girls this spring and summer in terms of she will go and try and make the U23 team but then she's also qualified for the senior trials. So she's going to go and do that, right, as well, um, which, you know, most of the girls on the team aren't qualified for, um, you know. So uh, it's a little bit different in that regard. But, uh, again, the same way as Amanda, it's awesome because it's a standard. It's, hey, I want to do what Elena's doing. Well, I got to live the lifestyle that she lives. You know, we're fortunate that those two girls are accomplishing the things that they're accomplishing. You know, Elena's ranked third, I think, on the Olympic ladder and Amanda's fourth or fifth. Um, but they're doing everything right. Um, it's not because of they were just talented or fortunate or lucky. Uh, it's because, again, those things I said about Amanda, Elena is super, super disciplined and she thinks about it when she wakes up, but she thinks about it when she goes to bed and 57 times in between, right? Um, great student, right? Uh, you know, 3.7, 3.8 student. Um, you know, putting the right things into her body. And so as, as you have those, those kind of women in your program, it, uh, it, like I said, it sets an example for others. Okay, if I want to do this, I'm going to have to do this, this, and this to get there. Uh, because I see what Elena's doing. I see what Amanda's doing. So that's super valuable to us. Yeah, that's, it's pretty special to be able to have those opportunities and even to have that, I don't know, you know, quote-unquote problem right where where uh you kind of do find that ebb and flow of those different athletes and and even build some of those relationships with the other coaches and other staffs that you can trust you know I know I'm also this is in, in a sense my athlete but I know it's like they're in good hands over there and I know um they'll also allow her to pay attention to her body or to whatever else it may be telling her but um now let's uh let's roll to the guys this year. I mean, you have a top four finish there. You have, I believe, four All Americans, right? And two two champs. Which, mm -hmm. I mean, what a special year and have to get to do that on both sides is pretty awesome. Um, do you before I before we go into them specifically, do you ever feel like your men's and women's program feed off of each other at all in any ways or? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think they're, I think they're competing with each other, whether they're not. Um, we're very fortunate. That's something I love about the way that we're structured 
is uh, we have a men's wrestling team. We have a women's wrestling team and they practice separately every day. Right. Um, you know, but they're all under this umbrella of North central wrestling. Right. I'm fortunate enough to be able to coach both teams and be involved with both teams as are all of our assistant coaches. But um, yeah, I don't think either team wants to see the other one uh, one up them. Right. Or outperform them. So, you know, we, they both took third at national duels. They both went undefeated in Vegas at the Vegas duels, um, you know, and, and uh, uh, I want to say, what did we finish with the women? Second at the regional with the men, we were fourth, uh, but the men were third at national, the women were fourth, um, you know, but uh, we were the first team ever, we're the first NCAA school ever uh, to win a top four team trophy, right? So in the NCAA, you, you, you get a trophy for top four, not five. It's top four in every sport. Um, and, uh, you know, I believe some teams may have done it when it was WCWA, uh, but we're the first ever to place top four in the NCAA tournament in division one, two, or three. And then in the NCWW, right? The NCAA tournament for women's wrestling in the same season. That's something we're very proud of. And I think that a lot of it was them feeding off each other, you know, and we have a dual meet at home for the men, the girls are going crazy and vice versa. Right. And uh, I think a lot of it too is right away when the women got here, we already had a pretty good men's team, you know, three years ago when we started our women's program, we had a top 10 men's team, right. Certainly not third in the country way they are now, but I think right away, the women saw the way that some of those guys carry themselves and the way that they train and the extra time they put in outside of practice. And so that has certainly, um, you know, been something that benefited the women's team right away versus maybe not having that perspective of what it's going to take to get to this level that we want to get to as a team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty special year. No doubt. Um, as far as I didn't get a dive in as deep as I wanted to, as far as, uh, like how, how many of your men are coming back next year um, and the depth that you have and even some of the incoming kids, but what does that look like for you this next year? Yeah, we will graduate uh, one senior. The other, you know, because of the COVID relief eligibility that, that folks are getting right now, um, we're going to benefit from that a little bit. Um, our, our 197 pound national champ will have a COVID year to use next year. So that's pretty cool, right? He'll be looking for his third straight title. Um, you know, we'll graduate one guy because he's going to go on to pharmacy school and make more money in a year than I'll probably make in a lifetime. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I'm not interested in delaying that for him. He's a, he's a four-time scholar All-American and just a phenomenal student in uh, bio, bio pre-farm, whatever it is that he does. Um, and uh, so he'll go on to pharmacy school. I'm sure he's already gotten into or, or shortly will get into his first choice farm school, but um, otherwise we can bring people back, you know? And so uh, all four of those All-Americans that we had this year, we had two champs, a uh, fourth place freshman and a heavyweight freshman, right? That, that uh, were All-Americans, uh, heavyweight took sixth. And, uh, and then the remaining six starters for the regional are all back. We had two guys that took fourth at the regional. You gotta place top three. So those guys were really close, um, you know? So we're gonna be in a position when the rankings come out preseason, we should be number one on the men's side because the teams that finished first and second, we were third. Teams that finished first and second are losing a lot of points in terms of uh, they already had some COVID seniors this year that are now gone, right? That'll be out of eligibility. So that's a that's a a, a, a tall task to you know to live up to that number one ranking. But I think that we've got the squad to do it. So 
man, I'm real excited. I, I wish it's March 12th. I wish it was uh, October 12th, honestly. Right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, now, as, as you have started to have that success, and like you said, the boys are climbing and climbing, um, how do you stay on top? Like, how do you, I mean, I can't imagine, they haven't got to taste their dreams yet, but like as a, as a coach and as a thing, are there some things you're kind of tweaking along the way or like, oh, we got to get rid of some of that or I wish we would have done that differently? Or is it one of those things where it's like, I'm just going to continue to trust the process and continue to push forward, get the right guys, the right character in the room? Or what are you, what are you looking for to take those next steps? Yeah, well, you, you're never done learning. Um, you know, we have a track and field and cross country coach here at North Central uh, that has won 31 NCAA titles in track and cross country. He's also been runner up 19 times. So you can do the math there. He's been top two 50 times. He's in his 57th year, I believe. He started in 1966. So if my math is right, 56 year, something like that. Uh, and he'll tell you that he's still learning as a coach every day, right? So how foolish would I be if I sat here and pretended like I knew it all? Um, no, we're constantly tweaking things. We're constantly tweaking things. There's no secret, perfect, right way to do it. Um, if there's a secret to our success, I'd tell you it's probably the amount of coffee and Mountain Dew that my staff and I drink because it allows us to just be going all the time, right? So there's our secret. But um, I think that we're constantly changing things. We just took third on the men's side and fourth on the women's side. And I already know some things we're going to change, um, you know, in order to be better and get two or three more, four more guys to the national tournament and get those last three girls on the podium. We had 12 All-Americans out of 15, right? So uh, yeah, we're always changing things. I think that anytime, and this is just how wrestlers are, we're very critical. Nothing's ever good enough, right? Our heavyweight took sixth. He lost in the semis. He could have been in the finals. He should have, right? Um, and so you're happy for him where he finished, but you always want more. You know, it's just the way we are and the way we always will be, you know. But uh, I think we learn from those things and we see what we could have done differently that we'll fix next time. And then when we fix that, we'll probably notice something else we did, you know, that we could do differently that, that we'll fix for the next time. Um, and that never really ends. You know, like I said, you could do it for 56 years and, and uh, like Coach Carius and still have things you want to change for next year. Yeah. Um, we're kind of winding down, but I have, I have three questions that I would like to ask you um, specifically. Uh, one, what is, what is your favorite differences, I guess, like with, with the men's side of thing and then with the girls, maybe something that stands out that you enjoy coaching the girls and maybe something you stand out that you really enjoy coaching the guys. Yeah. Oh man. Um, something I, I really enjoy about the women is I feel like every time I walk in the room for practice, they're genuinely happy to see me, right? Because <laughs> I'm always genuinely happy to see my athletes practice is my favorite part of the day. I think if you ever get to the point as a coach where it's not your favorite part of the day, it's time to find a new career. But that's my favorite part of the day. And when I walk into the room, I'm always fired up to see our guys or our girls, whoever I'm in the, in the room with. I feel the women really reciprocate that. When they see us, they're jacked up. They're excited to see us, right? Um, I don't know that that's not true with the men. I just think uh, uh, something we're going through with 18 to 22-year-old men these days is just being cool, 
Um, and so they don't necessarily want to show that. I love that the women <laughs> show us that they're excited that we're here, right? And they're excited to learn today or, or get better today um, or play handball or whatever we're going to do today. Um, with the men, something I really appreciate is, you know, just their athleticism. Um, you know, our men are very athletic. And so there's some things that you can teach the men and expect them to actually grasp that maybe with the women you can't just in terms of certain skills and certain techniques, um, just from an athleticism or even a strength standpoint. So uh, it's fun to have that contrast and be able to, you know, some things that maybe the women are having a hard time doing, not for lack of effort, but maybe just lack of physical abilities. You can always uh, maybe get kind of scratch that itch with the men. Um, and so I think we appreciate that for sure. Then the, the next question I had for you is, uh, will you have any of your athletes um, going to be like at the U.S. Open coming up? Yes. Yes. And then do you as a staff, do you guys go down there or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be there. Uh, so we fly out on the 27th. Um, you know, Yelena and Amanda will wrestle. Amanda at 57. Uh, Yelena at 76. And then uh, Grant Zaman, who's our men's GA, um, who's a stud. He's a two-time All-American Division Three, but he was the number one seed at the 2020 championships that were canceled. He was going to win a national title that year. Um, very good. He's already placed at, at U23s and uh, uh, went to the Matman Open, that kind of uh, uh, ghetto Midlands is what we call it. That we have. Um, and he placed out there and beat the Wisconsin starter. So we know how good he is. So we're excited to get him out there and, and wrestling. He'll go 70 kilograms men's freestyle. Um, and then uh, we'll have a guy go junior freestyle. Joey Jens, our 174 pounder. And then Cody Baldridge, our 197 pound national champ, will wrestle um what is that 92 kilos 189 uh in men's freestyle as well so we're excited to get out there and coach those guys at the open um and girls at the open uh we we could have taken more of our women but just the way that the calendar lines up with the following weekend being junior and u23s women's nationals down at fort worth uh with our training cycle just just getting their bodies and minds ready to go for that uh we don't want to obviously risk injury, but have to bring them up for a different competition and, and peak them again a week later. So um, we got kind of a system for that. So they're trusting us on that. So those junior and U23 girls are not going to wrestle in the open, whereas in, a, in another year, you might see us doing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I, I think that's one of the things I really enjoy getting to have some of these conversations is, especially the last couple of years, it went to a lot more of the trials and things like that and we'll actually my family and I are headed out to the U.S. Open to watch and it's so you know it's it's always more fun when in whatever way it is you feel a connection in some ways and so you can get, follow a little closer a little more specific that's happened more and more uh, and it just makes this sport that much more enjoyable and it's one of those things where no, I didn't know I could like wrestling any more than I do. And it's just continues um, to get deeper and deeper. And my daughter's getting involved with it. And uh, she's really enjoying getting to build those relationships. And so that, that always makes it fun. Uh, we're still, we, we may actually still try to make uh, Texas work out, which I don't know how I'm going to pull that off with working and stuff, but we're trying real hard. Uh, and I actually, we, I saw they have a AU division. And so, which my 
my daughter loves freestyle and so we might just throw the rabbit in the hat and see what happens. Heck yeah. Let's do it. She's got to go, man. So that would be a lot of fun. And I think what she would be more excited than anything is getting to see, you know, some of her heroes in the sport and getting to be on, you know, on the same mats as some of those girls would be pretty cool for her. So we'll probably make it happen. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Uh, a lot of a lot of great things are happening. I love this time of year because all of a sudden such high level um, and just bang, 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 um, you know, and then before you know it, it's last chance and stuff like that. Um, so that it's super exciting. And I think one of the things for me, when I think about girls wrestling that I enjoy watching, especially on the freestyle thing, it's, it's like, it's just, they're never afraid to pull the trigger. You know, it's, it's, it's like, Oh, it's, the mindset so much just seems like just score the next point, just score the next yeah. point. It's like, Oh, I'm yeah. down, I'm down seven. That's okay. Cause this match is going to end, end up 14 to 12 and who knows what's up on top, which is always exciting to just see that almost that fearlessness and that they care more about some, t- I mean, and it's not like that in every match, but it seems like they care more about, just scoring the next point as opposed to I'm not going to allow the opponent to score on me, which yeah. sometimes you can really see that way with the guy side of things, which, yeah, I mean, which folk I style is boring. We'll call it what it is. Folk style is boring. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but even, and you see that sometimes even with in freestyle with the guys, they just such a, can be such a different level sometimes that it's just like, Oh, I'm just going to try to, stop the train and then catch it at the end if I can. But uh, so that's one of the things I've really enjoyed about getting to watch the girls at that level. Um, The next, the last question I had for you is if you were talking to a recruit or somebody that's watching, you know, maybe they're a senior or junior, what would you, what are some things that you would sell them on about your program or why they should check you out? Oh man. Well, uh, I can tell you this on the women's side, you're not going to go and you're not going to find a program where you're going to go and you're going to have four coaches that are there all day, every day, full time for, for wrestling. Right. I think sometimes it's maybe a knock against our program that we coach men and women, but I would challenge you to ask any of our 40 girls on the team. If there's ever been a time where they've needed something from one of us coaches and we've been too busy with the men. It's never happened. Um, but I would, I would tell you, I challenge you to find another women's program. You know, there are quite a few now It's at the rate it's going um, that you can walk into the coaching office as a woman on the team and need something from a coach and find four of them that can help you. Um, You know, so I'd stress that we have a beautiful wrestling facility, 6,000 square feet uh, with huge windows and skylights and natural lighting in it that uh, many programs. uh, I've never seen a wrestling room like it. Um, You know, I would I would I would challenge you to find an athletic director uh, who's in the NCAA Hall of Fame for that sport. Uh, you know, for, for wrestling. Um, and, and you can probably imagine the support we get from him. And then I just brag about Naperville, the location. Uh, we're 40 minutes from Chicago, but uh, the town of Naperville was voted last spring as the number three town to live in the whole United States. So we brag about that because a lot of these women's programs uh, are at schools that are kind of in more, uh, I don't know, rural areas. You don't get what you get in Naperville um, in terms of just an all around package, uh, you know, many places. So those are kind of things we talk about quite a bit. Our facilities are awesome. 
you know, we're not one of those facilities with cracked floors and leaky ceilings in your locker room. We're very, very, very well taken care of. And, and the girls recognize that. So um, we just talk about all that stuff quite a bit in the recruiting process. Yeah, those are all, those are all incredible things. Uh, I, I know I have appreciated really just seeing the, the way that you guys have been competing, um, the passion that you and your staff has for the sport, um, just kind of the trajectory that things are going has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, I've become a big fan of you guys. Uh, thank you so much for being willing to have this chat. I've, uh, you were someone even middle of the season before I even knew I was going to have this. I was like, I'd like to have a conversation with this guy just because of, I, I mean, you, to have the staff that you do obviously shows how much that you love the sport um, to be able to do both. And, you know, even just the time that you put into it. Um, so one, I appreciate that. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for the example that you set for many and just the opportunities that you give many. Uh, and I'm pulling for you. Hey man, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Um, it's really cool to see you doing this. I've, I've watched a few of these that you've done and, um, you know, I watched when he did a shot well. We recruited her hard, so that was fun to watch that one, even though we didn't get her. Um, you know, but uh, we appreciate the love that you give to women's wrestling, and I, I hope you can make it down there to Texas and we can see your daughter wrestle down there. That would be great. Yep. Thank you very much. All right, man. Have a good night. Yep. Sarah, I can't get this to work again. This brings us to the conclusion of our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you would do a favor and go ahead and subscribe to whatever platform you're on. That way you know when the next episode is coming out and you don't miss an episode. Also, go ahead and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at W-I-E-M-S-1-9. That's at both Twitter and Instagram. And also at Matt Germs with a J on Twitter and Instagram. Have a great day.